Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. With Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Great to have your company on this wintry Saturday morning, wherever you are around this great country of Australia, the state of Victoria, the city of Melbourne. What a great place the city of Melbourne is in this wonderful state of Victoria. Uh, we welcome you to the Odds Couple this morning. Thanks to Essendon BMW, of course, all roads lead to Essendon BMW. Big show ahead. Um, lots to talk about in news, which we'll get to in a moment. Gordon Richards uh, joining us shortly. Also, Nick Heathcote. Uh, he's uh, part of the uh, the Punters Club, the Little Birdie uh, Pod Punters Club, and they're absolutely on fire. So Nick will uh, have a quick chat to us uh, in a few moments' time. But it's my pleasure to uh, welcome my uh, co-hosts here at the Odds Couple, David Taggart, the, uh, one of the favourite sons of the Bluestone College on St Kilda Road, Paddy Garshagan, good big Paddy he's known as. Uh, that's his stage name. Morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Scoob. Patrick, how are you? Good morning. Struggled to get out of bed this morning. Now, if the alarm's just got on, gone, gone off, just stay under the doona. It is absolutely freezing out there in Melbourne town this morning. Yeah, turn turn the radio on. Oh, yeah, of course, turn the radio on, but just listen to us and say, don't get up and make make bacon and eggs. It's, your, it's cold. That's it's, your best tip of the day. Yeah. It's, how do you uh, know it's cold when you're parked downstairs? You wouldn't have known what the... Wind was no, outside. There was a little bit of precipitation around, I, I and still, you wouldn't have known. That's all right. I had to wind down the window to push the button for oh, the entry, oh, and oh, oh, the hand nearly froze. Oh, <laughs> did, you, did, you don't mind. did you notice, Scoob, that I was I was much more relaxed in the intro today? I didn't butt in like last week. I just well, you did get ahead of yourself last week, and we just needed to pull you back a little bit. You 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 know became part of the intro. You felt the show was very much all about you and. You know, the Dale that you've been isolating with and suddenly, you know, this morning you've showed a little more humility, Patty, which is which is a good thing. I think you she actually said to me midweek I was doing something, she goes, Do you do I notice a lisp there? Yeah. <laughs> so, so she's yeah. picked up on that There's little a lispy dead set lisp. lisp. Oh, I don't know. Uh, no, no, I don't know. I don't have a lisp. Hey, um there it is. I don't have a lisp. Little raise on the S there in when we say lisp. No, I'm very excited for today. Morfittville, happy hunting ground. Got the got the lucky socks on as well for the punters club. Oh, so good. Yes. Exciting times ahead. I can't wait. Uh, he cleaned up last week again, so that was all right. Yeah, yeah. I liked his effort last week because he tipped winner after winner. I know he missed missed out on the quaddy. Scoob said to me, if you can turn it around, I will change my opinion on you as a punter. And that I did. What? You did. We can only, go to the judge. I won't go to the tape. I would we, not We can go that. to the judge. I, I've, I've always felt you're a moron, and I'm going to continue to feel you're a moron. I want to go to the judge. <laughs> no, go to the tape. You can find the tape of me saying that. I'll, I'll tip my lid to you. But uh, no, it was an excellent effort. Uh, what you did last week, you were on Fairnick and the bones of your backside, and you, you fought back. And I ended up, you know, three grand mm. tags. Saturday wasn't great, but I, I hear Sunday. Why well, the day off Sunday? You might work better without me on Sunday. You're my anchor. You were seven really? or eight horses you tipped to win. I think on Sunday. Yeah, it was like pitching a perfect game last Sunday. Was it? Close wow. to it, uh, seven in a row, then missed out on the eighth at run third, and then my next two tips won. So it was it was nine out of ten. And then actually, it only became ten out of fifteen. 
I got ahead of myself, but uh, it was huge. Well, and yeah. I actually like these are things that I said these are win and, and have something on them. It's not like oh, I got no firm opinion. I actually end up winning. Plenty of love on the, right. on the text machine as well. I did notice one, one text last week saying, "Bloody hell, I've done all done all my dush on Paddy last no, last night, and now I've got how nothing you, left for tags." Yeah, I don't when know how he, that worked. When, how did that work? Did he did he tune off after an hour of the show or something yesterday? You, I mean, so you were Saturday. you were just still searching the station on Sunday oh. for wraps on yourself? Were you? Yeah, he didn't like hey? it. Did he text in? Did Paddy yeah, Blake gave him a whack responded. and said, I can't get on tags as tips because I've lost all my money on Paddy's yesterday, right? Which oh. was last Saturday. Oh. And I'm going, I don't know how. <laughs> Unless he must have lost his money early. And then because Paddy had, went whack. Because there was a bloke. There, 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 there was some bloke who had, had four bets during the day following my tips and they were all like, they were all the losers. So <laughs> so uh, it can happen. It certainly can. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Now, what are your experiences following the uh, the the tag and the pad, the big pad and the tag? Um, I, I reckon you're going to be in front from uh, on SEN track uh, over the journey because the boys have done a, a wonderful job since uh, our inception uh, a little time ago. Um, plenty of news around. Oh yeah, uh, the big news, obviously. You uh, naughty boys in there here in Victoria is, is Benny Mellum. Uh, um, you know, having uh, bets as a jockey, I, I don't think that rule has come in in recent times. I think it's been in since God was a boy, and I, I'm I'm staggered that that you, know, you could make that sort of blue, but he has, yeah. uh, uh, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Well, we can't hang him out to dry at the moment. It's mm. it's he still has to. Uh, we mentioned this on SEN track throughout the week, but uh, oh, you're as saying I said, it's old news now. We, no, you just can't hang him out. He still has to. I think he we has should to still hang him put out. forward. Yeah, he still has to put forward these cases. It might be his missus having a bet. That's what all the evidence is leading to at the moment. So he's got to provide his evidence, and and maybe he get he'll get his day. It does does doesn't take away from the black and white rule of jockeys not allowed to bet. I know it's allegedly at the moment, but it just looks very silly. But, Scoob, you said uh, forever and a day. Well, the rule really only came in in twenty twelve with the the Damien Oliver situation. No, I think it's been in for a long time. It's been time. in for a long time, but yeah. It's the first time someone had been, uh, well, that I can, in my time, you know, a profile of that, of, of Ollie's, to, to be brought up on that charge. Mm. But, you know, I mean, from a from a sport point of view, whether it's Ben Mellon, it doesn't matter who it is. You know, I, I actually think they should be stood down immediately, you know, it, it, and... The authorities obviously can't make that decision because it's you know you are innocent until proven guilty. Correct. But for the look of this to the sport, it's just shocking. Mm. You think so? Oh, absolutely. A shocking. jockey having a bet on his own yeah, horse, if ben, that is. Ben Mellon's being legged up today. Like J Mac when he got the eighteen. Yeah, months. yeah. Do you think that's a bad look? I think it's a bad look that they continue to ride while their case is being heard. And and if they're not guilty. They've not lost guilty. That, they, they, they they've start, well, okay. If there's a compensation claim, they can make the compensation claim because mm-hmm. the industry pays their bills. And, and yes, it's dangerous and all those sorts of things. But if if the the authorities are are willing to charge a jockey with a with an offence such as this, mm-hmm. I don't see. I find it very difficult that he should be legged up on another race until that charge is heard. Now, then the debate happens of. Well, okay, we've got to get this heard now. It's got to be done in the next couple of weeks because you, you can't let him not earn his living. But I, I, I do think it's not not a good look for the industry that Ben Mellon's being legged up on horses today. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a it's, there's a stigma attached to it. 
tell you the truth. I'm, I'm, I'm in the, There's not a stigma attached to Not when you're betting your own bet. horse. If you're betting against, like with Damien, what he did, betting um, when you're in the race on something else, that's a big sacrosanct. But, mate, if you're backing your own horses, I mean, you're out there it's, trying to win. It's the rules, though, Tess. I know it's, it's the, the rules. Black and white. I know. It's, it's like the alligator rule. blood. No it wasn't, as it's, a jockey. It's like a horse with not an enhancing drug in it, but it's coming to the races with a drug in it. I, yeah, I, I, I understand. I, I, I understand. That. I agree with Scoob. I'm, re- I'm, I'm take another angle to that, and I'm massively surprised that you would put that argument forward, particularly with the issues you've had from an injury point of view in racing. Uh, the, the, the temptation to do the wrong thing and take more risk and break the rules Correct. to win a race that's the, that's and the put human and horse welfare at massive risk, I think, I think, that, I think that's the biggest component of it. So jockeys should never bet. And, and to have that in their mind that I have to because I've had 10,000 or 5,000 or 1,000 or 500 on this, mm. like I, that's an un, unsafe workplace, in my opinion, for you guys. Yeah, but a lot of time, I, I, I used to get legged up on horses and the train. I said, well, you've got the odds to this, this amount and then you work it out and, you, you've got, you know, if it wins, you've got it going for two or 3,000. That's what your sling was going to be. Yeah, but, but it's money you didn't have. If you're betting money that was yours... That's a completely different mentality. Mm. Now we're, we're saying he's not asking you to ride outside of the rules. He's asking you that you know if he, if we can get this right today, there's a few extra bob that, for you. You're right. You know, okay, that's fine. But when you say, "Oh, beauty, I'm going to have," hey, Dal, go and whack five large on this. I think I can win today. And you're sneaking up on the inside, and that's the run he wants. And suddenly there's a there's a there's a presence of mind to say, yeah. "Oh, hang on, I need yeah. this." Yeah. You know, boom. Next thing you've hit the deck, mate. Just not on. Yeah, that's an unsafe workplace, in my opinion. So you're you're sort of looking at that, saying when the money's on, it can be jockeys can ride on. Un- they they're more vigorous under pressure, like the G Hawk scenario in the Golden Slipper when he won on Merlin, how he knocked down after field. There's an option to do that because it's your money. You know, it's it's you know, there is always that intention to you look after you you know self interest is it's an amazing thing self interest what people do for their self interest and and. I don't want to even consider the scenario if someone did that because of a because of a bet. And the first um, um, thing to do to not consider that scenario is say, "Hey, you're not betting," because we don't even want to think what the consequences of it may be. Yeah. And and I, I think they're massive, and that's why I'm now, I'm, I'm very hard on this. If he if he's guilty, does he does the, do they take the line of throw going the down the throw the book? Not just like J Mac eighteen months. Got to, you've got to make a stand in this. Well, how can how can J Mac get eighteen months? Then then Mellon get say three or four years. But this is that. this is almost what is it seven charges? I think. Yeah, well, adding up doesn't really matter. One bet, two bet. It's it's a bet's a bet. It's I reckon what's worse. Did you, if you watch the last in Brisbane Sunshine Coast last Saturday, Jimmy Orman's in a lot of trouble. Mm. Right, they've opened a, an official inquiry. Big inquiry, into that, yeah. It, it's hard to comment on it until you watch the head on the actual head-on. Mm. Uh, we haven't had that vision, but it's not looking good for him. Mm. So he's under investigation and giving one a run and not trying on one. Now, what's a bigger... What's So you? I think that's a that's a, worse than actually giving one, having a bet on, on your own horse. You're riding out there to lose. At least Ben's backing his horses to win. It's just... It's so, rule... so if he gets six months, Orman, for giving one a run, and Mellum 18 months, I think the system's flawed. It's rule 101... No betting on races. End of story. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, well, 
Well, are you well? Are you allowed to give one a run then? No, of course not. What's can, what's worse? Can of worms, take it. Can what's of worse? Mm. Um, it's I, I don't know what's worse, but they're they're both offences that you should do time for. Yeah. Now, whether one one serves more than the other, I'm not sure. But the industry can't have either of those practices being part of it. That no, correct. So so they they've got to be. So you know, I, I think it's the debate is negligible from a who gets more time. Mm. I don't want either of those practices happening in, in the racing game I love. Yeah. Don't want either of them. It just, so. it just looks horrible for the kid too. It's I think if the horse in the strad broke, if it happened to win that race, that's why mm. I think it was going around that needed that's why you should be using barrier trials. I think it was going to get a if it won that race it was going to get a penalty in the in the strad broke. The start, it, it not only blew in the market big time the stable mate ends up winning the race as well, so mm. it's all horrible there up there up north. So they knew. yeah, we'll find we'll find out more. Okay, we'll watch that closely uh, as time goes on. We'll f- to some brighter news. The Little Birdie Pod Punters Club. Nick Heath gets a, a big part of that. It's been absolutely on fire on SEN, and uh, uh, it's a warm welcome to Nick to the Odds Couple this morning. Uh, Nick, firstly, uh, welcome, and what a fantastic effort you guys so far. Yeah, it's uh, it's taken us by surprise a little bit. We're usually preparing to go down to the pool and figuring out what we're going to wear and get ready to freeze and, and bet our brains out for three days. But, yeah, instead we're going to do it from the, the comfort of our lounge room this time. But, um, yeah, it's pretty shattering for everyone not to get down there because uh, the hospitality at Warrnambool is just incredible. I've gone um, as much as I can for the last sort of 10 years and the people down there, they just look after you and... There's never any drama down there. And I guess the Cox Plate's a race for the purist, but the Bull's the carnival for the grassroots racing purist. People that love betting go to the Bull. Yeah, no, there's not going to be a lot of action down at the Bull from a, from a public point of view, of course, um, Nick. But tell us about the Punters Club, how it got going and, and uh, the, the build-up of, of funds you've got already, Nick. So I'm connected to a couple of guys at themailbag.com.au uh, and they're very serious punters. I'm good mates with a guy called Dan Kelly, who's a, an expert at provincial uh, Victorian betting. Another guy, Shane Shirley, up in Toowoomba, who came to the bull for the first time last year. And we were sort of talking about it just over, you know, like a Skype and a Zoom session, how disappointed we are that it was going to, well, we weren't going down there this year. And then we thought, well, why don't we do a Zoom session or a, like a live stream with all of us betting and, and start a punters club? And then someone said, well, what about our, you know, some of our customers and some clients and what about other people? Um, you know, let's start a punters club. So we chucked in $500 each. And then here we are. I think we've got, what, three days to go or three sleeps to go before the ball starts. And there's 630 punters that have jumped on board and we've got over 120,000. So... Yeah, the five of us are going to be uh, head just buried in the form for the next three days to try and turn this 120,000 into, I don't know, dare I, you know, a couple hundred thousand or maybe even a million. Who knows? So it could be the biggest punters club Australia's ever seen. Well, we'll keep a close eye on it, Nick, uh, here at the odds couple and right through our SN uh, uh, track uh, over the bull week. And um, we wish you very well. Let's hope it gets to that uh, big uh, seven-figure sum. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, it'd be brilliant. We've got 5% of uh, the profit will go to youthprojects.org.au. Uh, so that's a charity that helps um, on the front line for young people that experience disadvantage, unemployment and homelessness. So I think it's a, a Melbourne-based charity and they you know, provide pathways out of poverty. So we're really happy to get, uh, get behind them. And, and just to clarify, just to let Jimmy Orman off the hook, 
Um, the jockey that pulled one up or that looked to give one a quiet ride was Bailey Nordruff last week in, uh, in, in Queensland. So Jimmy Orman uh, is off the hook there, but it was Bailey that rode Vega 1. Oh, I followed Nord- Queensland oh. form pretty... Yeah, Bailey Nordruff. He's, uh, he's probably one of the best riders or the best apprentices I've seen up there since probably Zach and Michael Rod uh, were, were riding. Uh, but yeah, it was definitely Bailey. But if you go probably two or three races back, Jimmy Orman... Um, was on a pretty average ride on Miss Penfold as well. So do your tapes and have a look at that one for next time. Well, good on you. Thank you. Uh, thanks, thanks Nick. Nick. Thanks, good to uh, good to chat this morning. And uh, oh, nice little clarification. Oh, what about that? Yeah, and, and good <laughs> clarification. I do apologise to Jimmy Orman. I can't, I thought when the words come in, it was Jimmy Orman. I go, oh, so yeah, it's the young apprentice Bailey Nordoff. So uh, or the young senior jockey now. He's one of the leading apprentices. Uh, I do apologise. That is shocking on my behalf. He's come fully padded up with the facts. And he's no, that's, that's shocking. That's, oh, especially when you're making an allegation yeah. like that too. So, Loved hearing what he said. James, that. I do apologise, and, and lucky we clarified that up. So get off uh, the phone from your legal team. I do apologise. Loved hearing what he said about the bull as well. Yes. You've only. You've only. We're in a great normal world. Oh. Okay, Punters Club today, talking about Punters Clubs. Uh, Paddy, you've had a couple of ripping weeks. We have had a couple of ripping weeks. A couple of large up two weeks ago, three large up last week. Last week, week. that's right. This is how it works. Current sports bet customers, please get your phones out because the code word is Punters Club. You need to text that into 0433981116 with your name and your sports bet username and your suburb. That's right. The code word is Punters Club. To be involved, text into 0433981116 your name, your sports bet username, and your suburb. We will randomly pick 20 punters, and you'll get a text from me around 10.30.11 if you are successful. And we'll have a big crack today. It's going to be good fun. Good Absolutely luck. Absolutely on fire Morfittville. And that's, you've been hot at Morfittville the last couple of weeks. Happy, happy hunting. Oh, yeah. Oh, Scoob, oh, I like, oh, when I saw that we're doing the best back at Morfittville today, I got a little bit excited. Oh, oh, oh. Day one of the group ones there. Okay, Two we're taking a, taking a break. Uh, we'll be back with uh, more right after the break. Of course, uh, Gordon Richards joining us uh, a little later on. And Sammy Highland just around. Chicken. Yeah, and big Paddy Garshagan with us as well. Uh, one of the famous sons from the Bluestone College there in St Kilda Road, Melbourne Grammar. Paddy comes in every Saturday with his old yeah. Melbourneian's uh, footy club beanie on. Good to see you gave him an honourable mention then. Who? Big Paddy. Yeah, I tell you, it won't be... That's all he deserves, an honourable yeah, mention. I'm, sa- I'm writing down just honourable. the exact time all these are happening so I can save him for a rainy day. Save what for a rainy day? There's nice comments about me. Today in the broadcast, I can go at 8.28. Can we see what Scoob said about me and we play it? And I feel good about myself. Oh, no. <laughs> myself. Insecu- <laughs> insecurities. <laughs> Even got a bit of a list. Oh, it's baby. Oh, it's fantastic. It really is. Okay, let's go to um, Sammy Highland, our man on the spot up in Queensland. And for Sammy's expert tips, racingqueensland.com.au is where you'll find out all the info. Sam? Welcome uh, to a Saturday morning in Melbourne that's bloody cold. How is it up north? I've heard that. I've heard that, Simon. I'll tell you what, I went down and got the coffee. It's 15 degrees. There is not a cloud in the sky. And it's going to get to a top of 25 today. And it'll get there, no worries. And I'll tell you what, I've got my shorts and my thongs on. And I'm looking forward to a big day at Doomers. So it's going to be good. Mate, you've already surpassed our highest, what we're going to get here in Melbourne, of 13 for the day. If you that... struggle. You start. You struggle with the cold, don't you? Take it. I tell you what. I thought was impressive 
I thought it was impressive you coming on this morning, running through the stats, seven in a row, nine out of ten, ten out of fifteen. You're flying, Taggart. Mate. But the, the Jimmy Orman calls. Yeah, no, no, I, I apologise for that. Yeah, it was Bailey. and Yeah, what's your take on it quickly, Sammy? Uh, oh, well, it was a bit warm, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was a bit warm. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Bit, what's uh, a bit warm, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Hotter than lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> what does a bit warm mean, when, when, it was, when, when it was starting to open up down on the inside and it started, kept heading out, I was like, yeah. I don't know about this. I don't know about this. Mate, can you, anyway, apolo- can you apologise to Jimmy Orman for me? I sincerely got that wrong and I stuffed up and it was Bailey Nordoff, so, and I do apologise. I'd love to so, the so, it's unlike you. So cancel the, tell him to cancel the solicitors, please. Find us a winner up there, Sammy. What have you got? We're going to go late in the day because I tell you what, we've got uh, some small fields uh, throughout the day and a couple of shorties, uh, Magnifier and the Odyssey. They look like they'll just go around and win and they'll be short. So we're going to go race eight, number eight, Jarden Roos, Larry Cassidy and Brian Wakeford. Get her $3.90 on the tab this morning. She's been competitive in better races than this and I just think it's a race. Uh, she gets a sweet run for the first half. She'll be strong on the way home. And then in race nine, number 15, watch the cat. We all love the pussy cat. And I tell you what, <laughs> coming on from back in the field, Sean Cormick's riding in really good form. And uh, Barry Lockwood's a good trainer. So I think uh, watch the cat after a bit of a freshen up uh, can be charging home at the end of this. So, uh, yeah, there's a couple for Doomben. We're heading to Emerald today for around the ground around the grounds, should I say. And we'd all love to be parking up in the Emerald, uh, knocking back a beer, but we're going to back a winner at Emerald. Race five, number one, Cavilton. This is off the back of uh, some good advice from Bubba Tilly. Apparently, it needs a rock-hard track, and it's got a good three today at Emerald. So it's got a hard track. You can get a $2.15 on the tab, and uh, that's what, what that's what we're going to go with at Emerald today. Good work, Sammy. We look forward to chatting to you again next week. Have a good afternoon. Thanks, guys. Good on you, Sammy Highland, joining us there for from uh, up north in Queensland, of course, for horse, jockey, and trainer profiles. Find it all at racingqueensland.com.au. Before we go to a break, don't forget, if you're interested in being part of the SEN track, Inside uh, or the Inside Track SEN Track Inside Track Club. Now, of course, that's with Dr. Turf and Troy Little. We're going to have a chat to uh, um, about the trots a little later on with Jason Bonington, but uh, with Troy Little, you can register H uh, on www.sen.com.au forward slash SEN Track. Now, it's more than just tips. This is a punting coach, if you like, where you'll be on video chats all day with the pros. Now, t- Dr. Turf is our man out at Sandown today, and he'll be your, your guide uh, and talk you through his bets and his betting strategy, while Troy Little will um, look through the Sandown dogs, actually, not the trots, the dogs, uh, with, with Troy. So um, spots are limited, $50 for the day with Dr. Turf or this evening with Troy Little. So um, get involved and get to www.sen.com. .au. Follow the prompts from there. It's 8.30. We're going to take a break. On the other side, uh, coming back with our special guest, Gordon, Dr- Gordon Richards. Yes, uh, the odds couple this morning, thanks to Essendon BMW. All roads lead to Essendon BMW. David Taggart with me, of course. Uh, Paddy Garshagan also. And it's our pleasure to welcome Gordon Richards to the odds couple this morning. Uh, group racing moving to Morfittville. And 
Gordon Stable could not be going any better. And welcome to the Odds Couple this morning. Gordon, I reckon for a horse tra- from a horse training point of view, you'd be more than pleased the way your camp's heading. Yeah, very happy, mate, at the moment. Um, Gordon, uh, talk us through today. Um, uh, Garner, you know, he's, um, uh, he's been a good horse for you um, and, you know, at home today for you, uh, good form leading in, all in order. Yeah, everything's everything's good with him. He's third in the Manor High, and then he's uh, good winning the Redelva back to his own age, and then against his own age again today. I, I couldn't have him, couldn't be happier with him. Yeah, just Gordon, stay with Taggart here, mate. Uh, just looking at the race, I'm just thinking that there's uh, nothing there to turn the tables on him. We are on a slow seven there, a soft seven. Uh, he's under, well, he's. He hasn't missed a drum in six. He's two wins, three seconds, and a third on soft track. That's not going to be a worry. Uh, the barrier, barrier 12, you got one turn. He'll stay out of trouble. How are they going to turn the tables on him? Well, I guess Roscoe Bascarano will improve with the run. Uh, and they've put blinkers on him, I think, which means he'll go forward. They have, but there's yep. a couple others there with blinkers on the first time that'll go forward as well. So that's probably going to play into our hands a bit. They'll... A bit of toe on up front, um, just a matter of staying in touch. If he if he comes the same horse as last week, and I, I I don't think he's any different, or no worse anyway. Um, they sh- they can't turn the tables on him. Hundred percent. He won by two lengths going away from him. Steps up to twelve hundred. I think he's got this in the bag, but don't take my word for it. <laughs> We've been in race for a long while, mate. <laughs> don't take tag as tags as word. Uh, Gordon Paddy here, mate. Geetra. Now this horse probably. I'm going to go out and say it probably flown under the radar the most this prep. Um, come out and won Group 1s. I believe it was your first Group 1 as well. Did you think he had it in him? He's come out and been some serious horses, this this preparation, and he continues to be a gun now. Yeah, he, he showed us last prep early in the spring um, before he went amiss um, that he was working up to it, even the, the start at Caulfield uh, where he did pull up a bit sore. Um, he missed the start badly found the line strong and apart from being held up a couple of times in the straight probably should have won that day but he uh, had a break after that and he's come back leaps and bounds since then and uh, he just keeps improving and uh, and he's so honest he, every run he's had even if he's been beaten it's still been an honest run and you could find excuses for him so uh, yeah I'm pretty great yeah you don't die wondering with Jitra now in the last you've got bowl star going around a tough little race here, but uh, he'd have to be one for the exotics. He draws barrier one. Just hopefully the inside's not cutting up by the by the end of the day. Uh, what do you think of his chances there, Gordon? Yeah, the barrier's the only only downfall. Uh, well, it might not be his downfall, but if he'd have drawn out a bit deeper, I would have been happier um, because there is a bit of speed in the race with Jungle Edge and them. So, look, if they break up enough for him to work his way up to the outside, I'll give him a big chance. It was, it was a great run in the in the Oakley. He finished right alongside a bivouac after being trying to ride him a bit upside down and uh, dig him up early because of the pattern that day. And uh, if he can get a nice cosy run just forward of midfield and get to the outside in the straight, and, and it's okay out there, um, I, I expect him to run into a place. Yeah, that's that's the thing. He does get back and run on. I, I, that Oakley Plate run was enormous considering horses weren't running on. He was back near last and he's he's got beaten, uh, you know, three lengths behind Pippi. So he has to be right up there in this race. It certainly yeah. does. So, Gordon, we wish you well over on the home track today. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Gordon. Gordon, Gordon Richards joining us there. A couple of uh, uh, 
great chances uh, at Morfittville today. And, of course, uh, Gitra, he's, he's just a star. Yeah, so is Gordon. He's a thorough gentleman in need mm. to speak to. He gives his time and always gives his time to SEN. He's always great to chat when we're on track. And, uh, yeah, he's not shy coming up and saying hello. Well, Gitra's knocked off Nature Strip and then won the group one, uh, obviously, the Lightning. is an entire, so much left he'll anymore. Be worth a little, he'll be yeah. worth a little bit of stuff. You want to go over your uh, punters club again, Paddy? Just Pun- give everyone a, a bit of a, uh, a, a, a renewal of um, what you mentioned earlier. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is our text number. That's what correct. Do, what do we have to text in? Text in your for current sports bet customers only. Your username, Ooh. your suburb, yeah. and the code word punters club. And we will randomly select 20 punters to be involved today. So Sportsbet put 1000 bucks into the kitty and then any winnings at the end of the day get split up between oh. the 20 and paid into those accounts. And bonus bets, it's a great bit of fun. We have done well the this, last couple of weeks This is your fourth well. week, isn't it? You haven't fourth had week. A... Haven't had a losing week yet. So Oh, you've had one losing fourth week. Technically. Fourth yeah. week. We had the, we... But they've still collected, well, yes, though. They yeah, collected the right. first week because we, we put a phone call into the people at yeah. Sportbus. <laughs> can we have another 500? And then we loaded into Pikey in the last. Yeah, so they got something there. They got something they? there, and then we've gone bang, bang. Oh, lovely. Weeks. Bang, bang. Wasn't there a little bit of confidence in the bang, bang? <laughs> if you don't mind, on the can, big stage. Bit of, bit of Barry Undergrande, right? bang, bang, into the room. the ball at the MCG. <laughs> the Big Paddy, they bounce the ball at SEN track. Here comes Big Paddy with a bang, a bang. Let's hope that's the way it goes today. 0433981116. Don't mean to put pressure on you, Paddy. Gee whiz, it's a lot to beat the last couple of weeks. You've mowed it home. Last week you got down to, what, 50 bucks or 90 bucks? 94 bucks. And Turned we... into three with yeah, three fatties. two or three races. Oh, oh, oh. Hate you don't mind, umpire. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Big Paddy this afternoon on the Punters Club here on SEN Track. We're going to take a break, then come back uh, and go through all the fields at Morfittville and those market movers, big group racing over in Adelaide today. Bang, bang, in the room. You're not even suggesting that we play that any every time we tip a winner today at either Ma- Sandown uh, May- or Morfordville. That might be have, have to be our anthem. Oh. <laughs> no? Bugger the cha-ching. We want the bang, bang. <laughs> Oh, if you don't mind. Well, plenty of bang-bang at the gallops, and let's hope there's plenty of bang-bang at the trots tonight. And you can lap up the trots. Visit thetrots.com.au. Jason Bonington is our man on the spot to uh, get us some winners trot-wise uh, this evening. But to give us a quick preview of what's happening uh, tonight, uh, we welcome Jason to the Odds Couple. Morning to you, Jason. Morning, Simon. Yeah, a lot of pressure. I've got to try and find some winners. It hasn't been a happy hunting ground since regional racing started in Victoria, but we'll do our very, very best to try and find at least a couple of winners for the uh, punters tonight. Okay. Well, we're going to be trying to find some uh, on the on the turf this afternoon. What have you got for us early doors that uh, our our um, uh, Gallup followers can uh, have a have a look at this evening? I feel like you should tell me who the winners on the turf are first, to be honest. But I'm going to go uh, race three, number nine, two times better as my best on the program. Now, the problem here, boys, is that I actually tweeted this out earlier in the week. I thought the two times better was very good value, better than yours for theirs, about $2.60 in the third race in the program. And there's a trainer driver in the same race named Mick Stanley 
who as soon as I tweeted that two times better was the best, he said, I disagree. So that's a problem. When you've got a bloke in the race who says he doesn't think it's gonna, that I'm on the money here, that's a little bit of an issue, but I'm going with two times better as my best on the card. In terms of other uh, other best bets, I would say, look, you've probably got to play later in the card and, and look to the quality mostly, but I, I think if you're going to have one bet on the program, I'd be going with uh, race three and uh, two times better. I think it's clearly the one to beat. It's beaten these mares before, and... Uh, People were disappointed with his last start run. It breathed in transit against older opposition and was, well, to some people's minds, slightly disappointing. But I thought she was good enough there. And going back to her own age and sex, I think she'll be too good. Good on you, Jason. Good to chat. Good luck this evening. Thanks, boys. Jason Bonington joining us there. And the trots.com.au. Every race live and free. Well, talking of live and free, we've got a couple of live and free gentlemen in the studio here with me. David Taggart and uh, Big Paddy, of course, one of the famous sons from the Bluestone College there in St Kilda Road. Uh, gentlemen, it's time now to uh, have a look at the uh, fields and the betting movers and uh, what the putters are telling us early doors for a big race day on Saturday. There, Taggart. You going to lead me off? Mate, make sure you get your pens, pencils and crayons and have your form guides be ready. Now, before we get going... Is there any sports bet specials there on today, Paddy? Races one to six, Sandown, Randwick, and Morfordville. Fifty dollars in one bonus six. bets. One to six, eighteen wow. races. Fifty dollars in bonus bets if you run second or third, and top toed exotics. All races at Sandown and Randwick, including quaddies. We know how good that can be. Let's get stuck into the stuff at Morfordville. We're on a soft seven. Probably going to race more like a heavy eight. I'm going to predict in some showery conditions on Robert Sankster Stakes Day. Race one. The listed Queen Adelaide Stakes over 10,050 metres for the young horses. Best back to kick things off in SA is number five, Forever Free, $4.80 into $3.90 with 30% of all cash staked in the race on the opener. Uh, on her, sorry. How far is the race, did you say? 1,050 metres. Oh, okay. Did I say 10,050? I think so. Apologies, 1,000. <laughs> definitely not 10,000 metres. Uh, a nice really by Exceed and Excel, who's two out of two in her career on both the firm and soft goings. Biggest challenge yet, but up to her neck in this one. That's number five, Forever Free at $3.90. Number six, Soul Obsession. Six dollars into five fifty is second most supported. Race two, the celebration of the Adelaide Hills BM64 over 1,200 metres. Best backed is a nice little value play here, punters. Number four, Rock Harbour, $23 into $13 with 30% of the hold since opening. Expect him to drop back and run on like a steam train in the latter stage of this one. The in good touch Kayla Crowther will jump in the saddle. That's number four, Rock Harbour at $13. Number 14, La Croft, $3.70 is your next best. Race three, the Terry Howe printing BMO 82 over the mile. Best backed is number seven, Sky Punch at the $5 quote. The Hickmott trained gelding has been solid in the market with about 40% of all wages. Now, he penned together some nice wins this prep and is no stranger to the Morfittville circuit, having won at the track and been super con- super competitive at this distance. That's number seven, Sky Punch at $5. Next best is number three, Rosalie Sting at the $6.50 price. Race four, the listed Port Adelaide Cup over 2,500 metres. Best backed is number four, Suppressor, which went up at $4.40, quickly gobbled up and firmed into $3, holding about 50% of all bets. Her biggest win of her career and only group one came at this very racetrack in the Oaks a couple of years ago, and you could argue she's bringing a little bit better city form in this time, and this isn't quite a group one. That's number four, Suppressor at $3. Second best backed is the five, Epidumit, and prevents some value, presents some value at the $13 quote. Race five, the Group 2 Queen of the South Stakes over the mile 
Uh, number 13, November Dreaming is your best back. There's been $5 into $4 and holding 35% of the bets on the race. Another one of Danny O'Brien's young guns who impresses every time she steps up in class, including a dominant win last time out under the big weight. That's number 13, November Dreaming at $4. The toppy, number one, Seabrook, is your next best at $4.50. Race six. Bit short, bit short that thing of O'Brien's, I think. Yeah, at four bucks. Seriously, it's a class one horse, up against a group one horse. Well, well, I suppose we saw that the other day with Canaan, didn't we? Into 360 now, not even four bucks. We saw what November a Wyong we, we saw what a Wyong maiden did yeah. the other day. Uh, race far, sorry, race six, the Group Two Euclid Stakes over twelve hundred meters. Best backed here is number twelve. I am eloquent now. Who's opened at twenty seven dollars, been backed right into thirteen dollars with thirty percent of bets to spoil the party for some of these well known favourites. She's got a perfect record on the heavy stuff and is a winner at stakes grade. That's number twelve. I am eloquent at thirteen bucks. Number eight, Keylong four dollars eighty into three dollars eighty is the next best backed with Vorser in the saddle tags. Yeah, race six, first leg of the quaddy. Not sure how Zilong and Rocker Barcerina and the rest of them, for a matter of fact, are going to turn the tables on the top eight here. Garner, who bowled in last start, and you think the six furlongs is, will be even more to his liking. So I'm just one out here. Number one, Garner. Oh. Quietly confident, too, Gordon Richards was the trainer. So one out. We're going one, one in, out. The, in the first. When one in the first leg. Yeah. Yeah, it's only a little quaddy. I've taken a little quaddy <laughs> here. These are for the $50 quadrilla punters. I thought we learned when we went one out in the last oh. league last week. It really oh. doesn't matter. Alas, oh. race hey, seven. We move forward and we get oh. over it. Yeah, we'll be moving forward quickly uh, after race six. If <laughs> oh. Race seven, the group one for the three old fillies over 2,000 metres. It's a maiden who's best back to you. Number nine, Toffee Tongue. $9 mm. into $7 holds the, bun, uh, holds the punter's best back mantle with 30%. Of bets on her now. She's picketed four seconds in a row together in super competitive grade in Sydney, chasing home a Colette. And we know how handy she is. Could this be the day she turns the tide and gets the W? The punters think yes. Number nine, Toffee Tongue, best backed at $7. Number three, Moonlight Made for Mitchie Friedman is next best at the nice price of $11 too. D tag it. Yeah, she's over the odds, Moonlight Made. Yeah, Toffee Tongue, amazing that she's still a maiden in. She considering she's group one placed. Anyway, I'm just going wide here, Philly's race. Over 2,000. So the numbers here are 2, 3, 5, 7, 9, 10, 13, and 14. Yeah. You've made up for the one yeah, Of course I have. <laughs> Race eight, the Robert Sangster stakes over 1,200 metres. A group one for the girls. Now, best back to you is the young pup. Number 16, away game. I got a text on the text machine before tags asking, when was the last time a two-year-old won the Robert Sangster? Answer, None. they've never won a Robert Sangster. Well, the Sangster's a new race. New really. race. Yeah, it hasn't yeah, last 10, 15 I've, years or something. I've deep dive even more. The last time a two-year-old won a group one was Wiggle in 1958. And I, what do you mean a group one? Well, well Blue Diamond's a group one. Golden Slipper's a group well, one. Well, oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. I'll take that back. Beating the older horses in a group one. In a weight for age yeah, race. weight for age group one. I apologise. Okay. Didn't, didn't so the last, last two-year-old to win a weight for age group one race. 1958. Wow. That's 62 years ago. That is. Anyway, number 16 away game. $6 into You're 440. You were a young teenager back then, Scoop. And it's, you were a teenager back then. When? 62 years ago. <laughs> last time... A two-year-old won a weight for age. I don't know what you're doing here. You're, you're, you're taking away from me being able to talk about a away game. Number 16 away <laughs> game, six bucks into 440. A remarkable tale. She's raced in every single state in this country. She's won group races, second in the slipper, and she's just two years old. Dean Holland has been eating filler to fresh airs to get the ride, and we'll jump aboard just 47 kilos heavy. 
40% of all the cash on her. That's number 16 away game at $4.40. The big fatso number one, Sunlight, is next best backed at $3. Yeah, don't worry about uh, Dean Holland getting down to the 47. We spoke to him Thursday. He, he was already down to 48 and a half. Lucky man. So, so uh, he, he's already knocked off three, three and a half kilos, and he hadn't even started uh, sweating in the sauna yet, so he'll get there. Uh, all right. Uh, I think Sunlight wins, mate. Second up form. What worries me this little bit, though, the slight question mark over her is the state of the track. But she's just class, mate. She's the group one runner in the field. So uh, the numbers here that you need is number one. One out. <laughs> Sunlight. It'll, it'll blow them away. Don't worry about that. with fire. Sec, best, why, why second up four. So watch one turn. Uh, do you want me to tell you about a story how I won a Goodwood <laughs> from Barrier 19? Hey, over 1,200 at Morfordville. Well, we need a second hour on the odds couple. Race nine, the group three Mackay Stakes over 1,100 metres. Australia's favourite mudlark. Number four, Jungle Edge, is the punter's pick in the get-out stakes. Firming from $7.50 into four sixty. dollars He's been freshened up and the heavens have been open over Adelaide, delivering his much-desired wet track. He's had 17 wins on a soft or heavy track and holds 45% of the cash in the race. Amazing. That's number four, Jungle Edge, $4.60. Next best is number nine, Shimino at six bucks. Is it wet enough for him? Soft seven? It's a soft seven, but as I, say, I reckon it's going to race more like a heavy. Okay. okay. Adelaide, it's, it, we're not talking you Flemington track, you know? I haven't walked the no. track, but I've got my people out there doing it for me and... I reckon it's going to be pretty ordinary out well, there, well, especially Godolphin, by the end of the day. Yeah, true. Godolphin have got a good hand in this, and they can win it. So quickly, the numbers here are 234, 5, 6, and 9. 234, 5, 6, 9. We'll come yep. back with the numbers best around the country right after this break. The choice is yours. Available after 10.30am for a limited time at participating restaurants. All roads lead to Essendon BMW, just 10 minutes from Melbourne Airport. Visit Essendon. Okay, welcome back to the Odds Couple. We're wrapping things up here, best around the country. David Taggart. Yeah, I was going to head to Sandown, um, but it's just too short. Num- number one, too good, too hard. It's even money. So I'll stick with Ghana in the, oh. in the first leg of the quad in uh Adelaide. Race four, Morfordville Suppressor for me. Uh, race nine, number 14 for me, Harbour Views. Race nine, number 14 at Sandown. Harbour Views for me. We're going to wa- have to wait a while. You won't have to wait long. Uh, off the bench coming up, Hutchie uh, and Pickers uh, are on the way. No doubt we'll hear from David Taggart right throughout that show. Yeah, that he's, very much. He's given them plenty of ammunition during the week. We've got plenty of ammunition for you this afternoon from Midday SEN track. We look forward to bringing you the Morfield races. Bye for now. You're listening to SEN track. Be kept up to date with all the latest harness, greyhound and thoroughbred news. Right here on... Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.